The Sea of Monsters, Chapter 3. We hailed the taxi of eternal torment. Annabeth was just waiting for us down an alley on Church Street. She pulled Tyson and me off the sidewalk just as a fire truck screened past, heading for Merriweather Prep. Where'd you find him? She demanded, pointing at Tyson. Now, under different circumstances, I would have been really happy to see her. I'm Ava. I'm Eve. And I'm Brayden. And this is Return to Camp Half-Blood. Join us as we journey back through a childhood favorite series. And see what lessons we can learn as adults from these books that meant so much to us as kids. This is always awkward getting into it. Okay. Uh. All right. Here we go. Chapters three and four of Sea of Monsters. We hail the taxi of eternal torment. And Tyson does something. Tyson right? plays with fire. Tyson <laughs> plays with fire. Yes, indeed. And that extra voice you heard this week, uh, we are joined this week by Robert from Into the Riordanverse podcast. Yay! Hello. Hello. How's everyone doing? Doing well. <laughs> Almost done typing this summary. Oh my god. <laughs> I mean, it's better than a few weeks ago when you were like furiously typing during the recording, trying to be like, I gotta get, I gotta get it done. I gotta do it. I didn't finish that week, but I have finished. So we're good. Mm. Oh, good. Good. Uh, Before we do the summary, I was going to say before we start this uh, summary, do you want to introduce yourself for our listeners a little bit? Uh, yeah, sure. So, hi, as said before, my name is Robert. I am a co-host of Into the Riordanverse, which is a read-along, Rick Riordan read-along podcast. Uh, we focus on the books that aren't about the Camp Half-Blood Chronicles, so no Percy Jackson and the Olympians, no Heroes of Olympus, no Trials of Apollo. We're currently in the middle of reading uh, the Kane Chronicles. We're still in the first book, The Red Pyramid. Um, outside of podcasting you might have seen me on twitter here and there i'm at the damn meme page i make memes for all the percy jackson podcasts and that's about all my credentials <laughs> amazing love to hear it uh, you have to ask though who is your godly parent who is my godly parent uh probably hephaestus nice. oh that's a okay. i like that that's wow. a new one yeah that's something you don't hear often huh yeah I don't know. It's just in the line of work I, I'm in. I'm really handy. Uh, I really I work with my hands a lot, and I like work with metal and stuff. So I'm like, yeah, Hephaestus. That sounds about right. Respect, respect. I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> All right, then we know what time it is now. It is time for Neve to do the summary. Are you ready? I'm so ready. I think I got this one. Okay. Three, two, one. So they get in a cab after the school gym blows up and there are three ladies in the cab that only have one eye between them and there's lots of arguing, but eventually they get to camp and there's a battle and they help Clarice and the other campers battling these metal bulls and Percy maybe breaks his ankle and Tyson is immune to fire because surprise, he's a cyclops. Oh, and Talia's tree is dying. (laughs) Almost forgot that part. You have five more seconds. Anything else you want to include? I think I'm good. Is there anything I missed? Literally, no. <laughs> I think you got pretty much everything. My favorite was one, like, you almost forgot what, like, the pivotal... Uh, <laughs> the plot twist. The thing the, that's the, setting the, up this entire book. Pretty much. 
<laughs> the, the whole reason the whole book happens is because Talia's tree is like dying. I remembered it at the end, though. I, w- I, mean, I would say there there are like two details I think you missed. One, they also only have one tooth. Like you can't forget that one eye and one tooth. <laughs> I'm so sorry, uh, but also they like location moment, like where he's like. We know the location you seek, and he's like, "I don't seek location." Uh, and oh, that is true. Oh, you cut out again. What did you say? I don't even know anymore. Okay. <laughs> Nobody knows anymore. That's that's just the mood of 2020. I don't that's even cool. know anymore. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, <sighs> I've been acting up today. It's okay. Mm-hmm. I'll fix it in post. <laughs> I won't. I don't edit these at all. Like, <laughs> at least you know yourself. Started editing, and I was like, "Wow, that's effort." You know, I commend it. And it, it really is. Okay. It's so much effort just to even edit like a forty-minute episode. It, 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 honestly, the rule of thumb is whatever you have recorded, double that. That's how long you're going to spend editing. Oh wow! Yeah, like if you really go through, cut out all, like, the little pauses, little, like, you know, exhales of the mouth, every little thing. <laughs> I'm very nitpicky when it comes to editing my podcast. I probably would be, too. We have a lot of pauses, but we just kind of vibe with them. <laughs> yeah. I, I get rid of the big pauses most of the time. Depends. Sometimes it's, like, 3 a.m. and I'm like... Oh, there he goes. So this has to be posted. <laughs> Is it really... <laughs> Wow, that's got right. up so fast. <laughs> he just came in being like, oh. <laughs> Is my Wi Fi really, like, do I really keep cutting out that much? I think, uh, what did I forget? Um, I think I forgot the way that they learned Tyson as a Cyclops. Like, I thought it happened a little later. Um, and I forgot that it was just like straight up, like, Percy, like, oh, I can now see through the mist if I try hard enough. Um, that struck me as a little weird. Like, you've never taken it upon yourself to, like, actually look at this person. Like, this yeah. boy is so lazy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't think it's that he's lazy. He was recounting a lot of events in the first book about, like, oh, you know what? That, like, strange man who tried to kidnap me. I think he had, like, an extra eye or something. Oh, like. Weird. Like he try he 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 remembers vaguely like hmm that crazy thing that happened to me when I was a kid seems legit. But yeah. like the, these were all like one off instances. This he's been friends with Tyson for a year now, like an entire mm-hmm. school year, and has not looked above his mouth. Oh no! I mean, he was a mysterious guy. Maybe that's why. Perhaps. I mean, this is 2007 that this book takes place in. So, I mean, maybe it's just uh, don't look in your homie's eyes, you know, no homo. (laughs) (laughs) Baby. I gotta be real. I literally forgot every single part of these two chapters. Actually, I remembered the eye scene pretty well. Me too. That's the best scene. When I was a kid. Mm -hmm. I totally forgot about the battle, like, I totally forgot about that. I think I only remembered it because I remembered, like, I was like, when does Clarice come on the scene? I was going to say, because you're a Clarice. <laughs> I'm a Clarice stan, I can't lie. How old is she in the book? I have uh, to. In this book, she's, like, roughly the same age as them, isn't she? I thought she was a little older. Okay. 
maybe a little older, something like that. Uh, I I definitely, for I I remembered most of this. The only part I definitely forgot was uh, that little part where Annabeth is like, oh man, please tell me I have some money. We need this taxi. Please tell me I have one. And then she pulls out one single drachma. And then I'm like, wait, but if you have only one drachma, how are you offering the great sisters three more to take Tyson? Yeah. Just hoping they forget. I mean, it worked out. They did, so. (laughs) They did. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I mean, mainly because they just pull up and shit's going on, everything's on fire. Yeah. They're like, Um, we'll leave. (laughs) (laughs) I completely forgot that this is the Tantalus book. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I think everyone just likes to forget Tantalus. (laughs) That's real. I don't know why. I like I really strongly thought it was Battle of the Labyrinth. That is, was the one that he was in, but it's not. It's just not. I forgot Tantalus was in any of them, I can't lie. They have similar He's... colored covers. <laughs> the two books. <laughs> but yeah, I did forget about I him. I mean, I suppose. <laughs> I just want to throw in that I'm I'm glad that we're doing chapters three and four and not like the last chapters of the book because I found my copy that I had since I was like a kid. Uh, it's missing like the last pit chapter. <laughs> <laughs> that's when you know. <laughs> that is when you know. <laughs> that's when you know that 12-year-old me was a monster who didn't take care of his books. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. My, my lightning thief. Holy, holy shit. <laughs> There's almost nothing left of that book. But she's pulling through. Okay, what else? Uh, I'm trying to think of specific things that I forgot. Because I did forget most of these. I, I did forget most of these two chapters. Specifically the battle. I don't know why I forgot that. Like It completely left my brain. That's interesting. I really, like, I remember that so vividly. I just, like, I don't, I didn't remember that they just, like, get to camp and, like, as they show up, there there the bulls are. Like, I thought in my head that they got back to camp, they knew the tree was poisoned, and then it happened. But, like, it really, they just really, shit hits the fan immediately. (laughs) Like, we talked about being a little burn going into it. And then this is zero to 60. Yeah. I forgot that they were made by Hephaestus too. I mean, I, I should have figured considering uh, yeah. they're, you know, metal and made so well, but um, no, I don't know. It just didn't cross my mind. Um, and it kind of like threw me for a loop there considering like, I do think kind of gods versus Titans often just given the mythology that i have read recently and also you know but um then i was like oh it's another god like ha ah. um but it took me a second to recalibrate <laughs> but i yeah this is a minor detail and kind of goes back into the last chapters but like it, it happens a little bit in chapter three i just forgot about annabeth being just straight up mean to tyson when she first yeah. like sees him because yeah. <laughs> i remember in the, like reading the books so why are you saying so rude? Like, <laughs> there's no reason. And she never takes the time to explain herself. Because Percy asks, like, why are you being so rude to him? And she's just like, anyways, we need to move on. <laughs> why are you being so mean? 
Oh, uh, oh, you know what? Something that I definitely forgot was just Annabeth shows up in New York and she's like, oh yeah, I made it all the way here on foot from Virginia. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a good like, like that's like a good week of walking and she's also fighting monsters and stuff. Percy's like, man, you know, she has like twigs and stuff in her hair. I think she slept in parks. Her ankles are all scratched up from claws. I'm like, what did my girl go through? Yeah. <laughs> Literally. I was like, all things considered, I, th- I think she- good for walking from Virginia to New York. Yeah. True. Yeah, as a person who lives in a state in between those two, respect. Like, I know how long that is. <laughs> I have no concept of the United States. I do. I have no clue where Virginia is. <laughs> I have no concept of the United States. I wish That's I had. So true. That's I do. I think that's all I forgot, though. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Theme time then? Theme time. Theme time. All right. So this week's theme, I don't think I said it at the beginning of the episode, uh, but it's chaos. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I think things you can understand uh, just off the bat. Wait, just repeat that because you froze again. I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's all you said? Yep. Okay. okay. I mean... This is chaotic, so... This is a very chaotic set of chapters. One of the things that I wrote in my notes was um, these chapters are really the definition of... Uh, what, what's, that, what's that phrase? Um, out of the frying pan into the fire? Yeah. Phrase. That's funny, though. <laughs> yeah, it really is. They're, like, they're dealing with this whole chaotic taxi ride, and then they're like, ah, Camp Half-Blood. Ah, oh, shit, more chaos. Yeah. Oh, yes, completely. It... I forgot what I was going to say. It's fine. <laughs> It'll come back. But it is literally the most chaotic to, like ways to lead into each other. And also, I find it interesting that Clarice was the head of like the very small and collapsing line that was supposed to be battling these bulls. And... The Annabeth and Percy and Tyson showing up sort of adds more chaos to the mix because they completely go like they kind of tear down her orders in a way because she gets injured and then she has to like go to the side for a second. Like it was chaos that was helpful, but it did create more chaos in an already chaotic situation. Yeah, I think that just puts an interesting like idea of, oh, they're super ordered and planned out. Uh, and it's not working, even though, like, order is the thing that is supposed to work. Mm-hmm. And some chaos, and that's actually what wins the battle. 
Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Profound. <laughs> All of us just just being like, hmm, yes, words. <laughs> <laughs> also i just remember oh sorry go ahead Ava. you have the floor okay it's very short i also just think that the gray ladies are the epitome of gay oh definitely i was gonna say i really only remembered that scene in the taxi because like i found the chaos funny yes yeah. <laughs> like i remember reading it as a kid and being like that is funny yeah. The taxi scene is my favorite scene in this book. It's still uh, funny. Years yeah. later, it is still funny. Yeah. I, I don't think we should reflect much on the movie that's based off this book, but one of like the few good scenes from the movie is the taxi scene. Agreed. And I, I do agree. I was thinking about that. Well, because I liked it in the movie, and I was like, something I like. <laughs> I think for the most, not, not that we're talking about the movie at all, but the movie did start off like not terrible. Like, off the bat, I was like, oh, maybe. The epic Clarice training montage to Fallout Boy. Bitch, I loved that. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, that's like peak early 2010s. And that really is. Oh, you could not describe the early 2010s better. You really can't. Oh, yeah. Think about that song now. Light him up, up. I'm on fire. <laughs> so yes. I th- I think that um one of like the qualities of chaos is that it's kind of like uh you can constantly stack chaos on top of chaos, and I think a perfect example would be how Percy's in the middle of a speeding taxi down the Williamsburg Bridge, no one can see, no one's driving properly. And he's like, you know what? I need information. And he holds the, the eye out the window. He's like, you're going to give me the information or we're all going to die. And I'm like, Percy, what are you doing? <laughs> you're right. He does, he does not care about his life whatsoever or the lives of his friends, frankly. Yeah. He's just adding on to the chaos just so he can get something that he needs. True. It also just makes me so nervous when he like almost steps on the eye when it like rolls under oh yeah no 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 No, i i do have to like question the gray ladies in what provoked them to get a cab like they were all sitting there and being like we only have one eye know what we would be perfect at driving Listen, I, I don't know if you've ever taken an Uber in New York City, but I mean, they, they, they have an advantage over that already. That's true. I was going to say, like, maybe they want to see the world, and I was like, come Listen, on. they got to make a hard day's living. They can't, they can't see the world. Like, exactly. Annabeth is like, well, A, they literally, like most of them, they have one eye, so they literally can't see the world. But Annabeth is like, oh, they only work in New York in the greater, uh, like, the greater area and i'm like mm. so like the tri-state area <laughs> yeah i think it just presents the problem with capitalism right like these disabled older women oh. are being forced <laughs> to work for their wages because they have no choice they they can't support themselves unless they drive this taxi blind <laughs> that, that is a deep cut holy crap Brayden, i commend your ability to relate literally anything to why capitalism is bad. 
<laughs> oh, capitalism is bad. Fuck capitalism. Oh, of course. It's wow. just aggressive. <laughs> Why, thank you. I, I, I sit down before every episode. I'm like, how am I going to work it in? <laughs> how am I going to spread my socialist agenda? They're, they're just... Literally thinking about how many times we've mentioned it, like I was just thinking of the time that we like completely ripped apart Medusa's like oh, Medusa's model. business pl- model. <laughs> Confused me to this day. Speaking of monsters' business models, though, um, Medea's uh, sunscreen. Oh yeah, that's that actually that's smart. I mean, how often do you think people are gonna? Or like demigods are going to be in contact with fireballs or other kind of creatures that they need F- F- um, SPF 50,000, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. clearly constantly yeah. enough. Like there are oh, no. different sense to it. Like it is a, a full line of sunscreens. It is not just one. Yeah. No. I mean, in just these chapters alone, Percy was in a gym with fireballs being thrown at him and then in this situation. But he has Tyson, so I guess he's good. Yeah. He doesn't really need the sunscreen as long as he has that guy around. I mean, in theory, does the sunscreen prevent you from touching hot things? Because, like, that's not how sunscreen works. No, that's not. (laughs) There's scientific evidence to support that, like, SPF over 30 is just, like, it's not really doing anything for you. That is true. I think Rick confused the concept of UV rays and just generic heat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, close enough. But this magic. doesn't have to do with chaos at but all. Magic. But something that I forgot to mention earlier. Percy really watched Tyson grab a fireball. And he was like, but he can't come into Camp Half-Blood. He's mortal. Um, <laughs> he literally grabbed a fireball. Like, Listen, I think it's, I think something's got to, like, be ticked off here that he's not a mortal in its normal sense. Like, no way. Percy has dumb 13-year-old boy brain. That's true. He pretty much has dumb brain for most of the series, though. Not, not just as a 13-year-old. I love Percy <laughs> with all my heart. Yeah. But he's not the cleverest fish in the barrel. I don't no, think that's a not. saying. But... <laughs> Well, congratulations, Brady. You just made a saying. How, how do you feel, Mr. Yes, uh, I did. M- maker of the not the smartest, smartest fish in the barrel saying. Wow. I'm very proud of it, but also kind of disappointed in myself. It'll be used for generations to come. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> but I agree. He's not. Um, but, you know, we like him anyway. <laughs> He's trying his best. He is. He's trying. Tyson is just always going to be a good bean. Ugh, I love Tyson. Last book, we were talking about how many offerings were for Grover. <laughs> this book, we were like, they're all going to be for Tyson. Every single offering will be for Tyson. <laughs> True. Oh, completely. Uh, we love that boy. Just a wholesome little boy. Just at the end, it's going to be like, Tyson, 30 offerings, and everyone else, <laughs> no one cares. It's true. Oh, yeah. We've already got one. Who gave it to Tyson last week? I think we got two, actually, but for different reasons. Did we? Let me or check. Am I, wrong? I have. The, I have. You're the, right. It was me and Brayden. It was too. <laughs> Off oh. the bat, he's already winning. He's already winning. Yeah. Oh boy. All right. 
Any more chaos? I mean, always, but not right now. (laughs) Something that I kind of noticed, I don't know if this necessarily has to do with chaos, but it is like a parallel to when uh, in the last book, Ares cursed Percy and he's like, the next time you need to raise your sword to defend yourself, you're not going to be able to, um, to do it. And in this fight, like, Percy is slashing and hacking at the bulls. He's not really doing much damage. Tyson's the one who comes in and saves him. Like, at one point, he, like, trips back and, like, stumbles on it and, like, breaks his ankle. And I'm like, okay, that Ares curse. That's true. Um, Sass moment time? Sass yes. moment. Oh, Percy has a couple of good ones. This oh, chapter. Ava's ready. Oh, I'm, no, I'm very ready. I'm, like, pulling it up right now. <laughs> <laughs> She's got it ready. She's... Would you like to go first then? I, I really would, yeah. Um, I don't know what page this is on, but it um ninety-nine percent sure it was said by Annabeth. Mm. Um, which is a she in the quote that I pulled. So it's either Annabeth or Clary's, but I'm guessing it's Annabeth. Um and it says last year I can't even say that. What would you call them in English? She thought about it for a moment. Canadians, she just said <laughs> that's great that's always great uses it completely seriously he's like those canadians just try to like pummel us with like fireballs (laughs) (laughs) okay as if i mean that comes back later on in the series not not this series next series heroes of olympus but that's that's um not for a while (laughs) yeah my 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 favorite moment of sass was uh percy defending tyson when annabeth is like questioning him like this is your friend he's homeless and percy's like what does that have to do with anything he can hear you you know why don't you ask him yeah, yeah. i loved that i was like you go mm-hmm. i only have two words and it is bad cow <laughs> <laughs> what a good moment and not at all what I was anticipating to be said. Maybe I, just, I forgot. I, I just want, like, when they make the show and this scene happens, I just want, like, a dramatic zoom in on Tyson's face, like, with fire and stuff around him. He's like, bad cow. Yeah. <laughs> get as badass as possible, yes. Mm-hmm. My uh, moment is, I'm not going to read the whole thing because it's, like, a uh, a little stretch of a time but it's basically after the battle is over and Clarice is like you ruined everything I had it under control and she's like don't ever try to save me again Um, not because it's funny but just but it is you know what I mean like the words the words themselves aren't funny but the situation is I admire her sticking to her guns and she's like I was about to die but like I hate you more than I care about my life (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> Even if I am in mortal danger, never try to save me again. That that goes beyond sass straight into petty. Like, I hate you so much, I'd rather die than be nice to you. <laughs> for real. So here for it. Mm. You respect Clarice, though. Mad respect to Clarice. And it's like, I'm going to make an Avatar reference. Um, when May goes, I love Zuko more than I fear you. Oh. It's kind of like... Reminds me of that, and Clarice is like, I love, or I hate you more than I love myself. 
Wow. Now, we don't have time to unpack all of that. <laughs> That's deep. <laughs> Doesn't want that at all. We're getting rather deep for a uh, 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 children's literature analysis podcast. Yep. <laughs> oh yes. Uh, offerings. <laughs> Ooh, that's all right. Who's going to give it to Tyson? <laughs> it's just a matter of time. I'll go first because I'm not going to give it to Tyson. Okay. Actually. Okay. Um, I'm sorry, Ava, if I'm about to steal what you were going to do. Damn it. Clarice? (laughs) No. (laughs) Um, I love her. She's trying her best. And there was that really sweet moment at the end where Annabeth mentions to her, like, you have wounded campers. And she's about to, like, go off on Percy. She's in the middle of the rant that Brayden was just talking about. And she immediately turns around and goes to help them. Because as much as she hates Percy, she does care about, like the people who she was um, leading and the people who she was supposed to be protecting. So, yeah. Love her. Yeah. Sorry, Ava. (laughs) Okay, I I thought of another one just now. (laughs) Ava, would you like to go then? Sure. Um, First, I'd like to add on a little um, to the Clarice one. I think that it's... (laughs) Okay, I just think it's very metal how she killed one of the bulls all by herself. Um, Very metal? Very metal. Ooh, um, the oh, the jokes. Um, no, but so mine is for Talia, even though she's a tree. Because, like, ow, you know? Like, that's got to hurt. <laughs> like, getting poisoned and getting a, a hole stabbed in you. Like, I feel like she's still a little conscious somehow. And, like, oh, man, like, she doesn't deserve that. Like, of all the things in camp to go wrong, like, it had to be a partial person like that just has to be unpleasant that's it thinking (laughs) about (laughs) thinking about like what you just said about talia's tree uh i don't know if you guys have ever read the bfg yeah yes that one part where sophie is asking the bfg like what do you hear and he's like oh i hear ladybugs across the world and one of the things he says is like when you pick a flower, you cut down a tree. I hear like the moaning and groaning of the tree or like the shriek, like yell yeah. of the flower. So that's kind of what I'm getting. If the BFG could hear Talia's tree, she'd just be like, oh, like, oh man, guys do better. <laughs> uh, so I'm also not doing Tyson. <gasps> Mine is going to one of the gray sisters, Tempest. <gasps> She is, um, she's the one who says the location you seek and immediately her sisters start beating the crap out of her. Like you weren't supposed to say anything. <laughs> and I resonate so much being the person who knows something and accidentally says it at the wrong time or like accidentally sends it when I should have never said it. So I, I really resonate with Tempest there. She also has the best name. Really though. She does. <laughs> uh, mine actually isn't for Tyson either. Oh my god. Whoa. Whoa. Uh, We Uh, were creative this week, guys. I'm proud of all of us. Mine is actually for Chiron. Because we find out in this... I know. And we know that I'm not even the hugest fan of Chiron. Um, Yeah. I'm just winning this week. One for Clarice, one for Chiron. Like, wow, see names. Anyway, continue. (laughs) But we find out this week that he was fired. That he lost this job that he had for, like a billion years and it must be hard to find an unemployment as a centaur and 
So this uh, this offering's for him. One's for you. Yeah, true. And then, of course, we have our new segment. Uh, who is going to take a seat this week? Who are we voting off the island for these chapters? Who wants to go first with that? <laughs> this segment is so new that I don't think people have heard it. I, I definitely haven't heard it. Oh, yes, because oh, you haven't heard it yet. Yeah. Should someone someone explain? It's just whoever did bad. It's <laughs> not that deep. It's a smite, kind of. Yeah, oh, Annabeth. did particularly bad this, this chapter. Annabeth? Annabeth? I can see that. Yeah. She's out here being Cyclops racist for no reason. I know! Why is she so mean? <laughs> I was... I was... I was also gonna vote Annabeth. <laughs> yeah, me think. Hmm. I think that like no one does, because as chaotic as the Green Sisters are, they they kind of help. They get them to Camp Half Blood alive. They do, and Barely. they give <laughs> Tempest gives that little bit of information. Mm-hmm. So it is all about the destination, not the journey. Exactly. So they actually did good. So I think Annabeth is the only one who didn't do that good these chapters. And obviously, like, the bulls and whoever poisoned, because we're going to try and keep it spoiler-free. Are we? Never do that. (laughs) Whoever poisoned Talia's tree. Whoever. I I definitely don't know having done memes for four different podcasts who have read through this book. I have no clue who did it. (laughs) Totally left my brain. No. no clue. No clue. So, Neve, your vote is for Annabeth as well. Yeah. Meaning this weird image of, I think, the poisoner telling Percy to get off his roof. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, I don't oh, know. I can't wait to talk about that movie. Yeah. yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> it's just worse than the first one. And I. Ava, do you want to jump on the bandwagon and vote Annabeth off the island this week? Or do you have something more creative than us? No, I'm going to try my hardest to spin this into something that sounds good. Um, I vote Hephaestus. I'm sorry. I know that's your dad. But <laughs> <laughs> but um, we all got to criticize. Okay, but um, he just like, he made the bulls. <laughs> did like maybe they got in the wrong hands i mean they definitely got in the wrong hands but like he did make them that's where the credit is but like i do think annabeth did a worse job at like being a person um this yeah she's really racist sprinkle in some variety you know yeah imagine just walking that she ends up letting him into the camp I do. The one who like grants him access, but I think that was only because Percy had no clue what was going on. Yeah, that's all about to die. Yeah, and Beth is like, "God, uh, this stupid boy is going to die if I don't do something." Oh, the Cyclops. (laughs) I guess you're allowed in. Oh yeah, like we do later get into like why she has this issue, and like she has a lot of trauma that has provided this issue that she can't get past. But but it is very problematic that like oh what one cyclops did to her she blames on all cyclops exactly yeah that's a very never, bad mentality. No, yeah. Also, never explaining to Percy why she's being so mean and like literally just is mean for no reason and refuses to explain herself in any scene. 
Yeah. Yeah, she just doesn't explain it until spoiler, 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 spoiler. Am I right? Yes. <laughs> it's so funny. We spoiled the lightning thief so many times. <laughs> but this time we're like, no, as if you, you know that already. <sighs> all right, folks, that's all for this week. Tune in next week where we will be talking about chapters five and six. I get a new cabin mate and demon pigeons attack through the theme of privilege. Robert, is there any social media that you want to plug before we go? Um, mainly my meme page at the damn meme page. Damn, it's spelled D-A-M. Uh, and you can also find my podcast Into the Riot Inverse wherever you listen to podcasts. We've had a little bit of a bumpy, uh, like upload schedule, but everything should be consistent now. Cool. You can follow us at at Return to Camp on everything. Um, and we also have a Patreon and a Redbubble if you want to check those out. The links are in the show description. Thank you so much for being on with us this week, Robert. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's an honor and a privilege. Thank you for having me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> don't do that to our egos. <laughs> We're theater majors. We don't need any more. <laughs> honor and a privilege. And I had so much fun. <laughs> Yay. Okay. Bye. 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 Bye.